Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, December 5th. Let's jump into the top stories from over the weekend. Georgia v. Ohio State and Michigan v. TCU are your college football playoff semifinal matchups as Alabama, Tennessee, Clemson, Utah, Kansas State and Southern California rounded out the final top 10 rankings for the season. NC State AD and CFP Selection Committee Chair Boo Corrigan on the Horned Frogs over the Buckeyes for the three-seed, the body of work by TCU, the way they had played all season leading into that game, the ability to, one, play in the championship game, the way they came back against Kansas State, a heroic effort, if you will, by Max Duggan and the way he played in that championship game. Ohio State was not playing. We knew who they were. As we talked about it as a group, we came to the conclusion that we believed TCU was number 3, and with that, kind of moved down the list and ended up with Ohio State at number 4. Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark continues to push a rebranded league during his time with the media in Arlington. We want to be more diverse, more inclusive. We want to get younger and more contemporary. You're starting to see that. If you look at social media, many of the student-athletes that are participating in today's game have commented on some of the things we've done. I think our plan of modernizing and contemporizing and connecting to youth culture is the right strategy. Yormark also says conversations with Gonzaga about joining the conference are ongoing and that the football title game will stay at AT&T Stadium. Connect and MB Sports' as Matt Banker sits down with NCAA SVP for basketball Dan Gavitt and VP for women's basketball Lynn Halsman to discuss the state of the game, what's going on with both championship tournaments, the impact of transfers and lots more. Regarding the latter, Halsman posits the transfers have resulted in more competitive parity and depth throughout our game because the talent has gotten better and it may be dispersed differently. On the topic of bracket expansion, Gavitt tells Banker that basketball committees and broadcast partners haven't expressed interest in expanding the field, but if there's a good reason to expand, the committees are good stewards to look at it. Until recently, there's been very little appetite to expand, and Gavitt added that if there's interest in expansion, the next step will be to find out why and the goals and rationale for expanding. Lots more in a very informative Q&A now available on Connect including the possibility of holding both Final Fours in the same city, Summer Hoops Outlook and the addition of a second women's basketball postseason event. Working groups have officially been established to examine the College Basketball Summer Initiative for men's and women's hoops. Both groups will begin meeting next month with the goal of providing recommendations to the oversight committees by June. The full list of each group is included, three student-athletes on each, plus UC Santa Barbara interim AD Kelly Barsky, UNC Asheville AD Janet Cohn, Syracuse AD John Wildhack, UTSA AD Lisa Campos, and Missouri State AD Kyle Motes, as well as WAC Commissioner Brian Thornton and CAA Commissioner Joe D'Antonio. Athletic Director U and Gameplan continue the Athletic Department Power Index series with a look at how AD's jobs within the CAA are perceived. Dozens of sitting ADs and executives from the league, along with dozens of other senior leaders with intimate knowledge of the conference responded and indicated the Delaware Big Chair is both the best AD job and the most likely to lead to a Power 5 AD opportunity. In overall order following the Blue Hens, Charleston, William & Mary, UNC Wilmington, Northeastern, Towson, Elon, Stony Brook, Monmouth, Hofstra, Drexel, North Carolina A&T and Hampton. The timing of the survey is particularly notable with the Seahawks and Pirates embarking on AD searches and Towson president, Kim Schatzel headed to Louisville, Tigers ranked 11th of 13 on the institutional alignment metric. 
Wichita State AD Kevin Saul outlines his path to success for Shocker student-athletes and the department's championship aspirations, our core values we talk a lot about. It's really who we are and it's the lens through which we make decisions. Character, integrity, knowledge, and stewardship. Students first, then persons, then players. Then, ultimately, professionals. We gotta win championships in our league if we expect to represent the institution at the national level. Our goal is to win 15 in the next 5 years. It's bold. It's aggressive. We also have 15 sports so it's no coincidence. We want to align resources to expectations so that each one of our sports have a chance to win a conference championship. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday December 5th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.